Hello and welcome to Comp. If you're the 10 year old kid who works at the bodega around the corner from me, you better stop hitting on my girlfriend. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know, I don't know why you think you can just, you know, I'm nothing to worry about. Stop it. You better stop it. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm not worried she's going to leave me for a 10 year old. Don't get me. It's just, but let, let's just stop. You know, it's it's a lack of respect. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, happy holiday season. We uh, the last time I talked to you was on the main feed was Thanksgiving. So uh, yeah, we had a lovely turkey, and uh, it, you know, now it's the Christmas season. It's the festive time of year. It's the holiday cheer. You make the cookies, you make the, the the trees, you get yourself psyched up for the winter solstice, and you and you, you sacrifice uh, something to the, to Ra, the sun god. I don't, I don't know. It, it's fun. It's it's an enjoyable. Um, you know, you, you're gonna see. Your, I'm gonna see my. Friend. Who gives a shit? It's not about that. They can send you gift. Christmas is about getting things. You know, Thanksgiving people seem to go home when you know a, a lot more. That's the thing you go. You don't go home for Christmas. You watch basketball. We're gonna have basketball. It's gonna be great. Uh, we're gonna have fucking you know eggnog. Put some bourbon in it. You know, stop. Oh, I'm not gonna see. Uh, you know, my my uh, my aunt. You know, vomit. Uh, you know, s- sausage stuffing. All over the vodka in your stomach. What am I talking about? Point is, it's fine. It's cheery. It's festive. I saw Gwen Stefani has some new Christmas album out. People are acting like it's a comeback. It's a Christmas. I don't even care if she makes a comeback. I don't. Good for Gwen Stefani, you know. Uh, but it doesn't matter anymore. You know, go buy her album. Buy my shirt. You know, buy her. Buy her. Buy my shirt. Buy her album. Buy a Christmas cookie. From the kid in the bodega who's trying to sleep with my girlfriend. I don't know what, you, I don't know what this kid's trying to pull. But, you know, d- buy his Christmas cookies. See what happens. See what happens, kid. Swear to God. Um, shouldn't you be in school? Whatever. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely time of year. Um, I haven't gotten a tree yet. We might get a tree. We might get a tree, shove it in the apartment, and... I'll put it in the background, and everything's fine. Yeah, a couple million people might die of COVID. Who knows? I, they're telling us it's the the worst, whatever, month, the black, the, the dark winter. What do they call it? The darkest winter? Like, this is an episode of, like, Community or something. It's a meta reference to the comic books. Just enough. I mean... Whatever happens, that Joe Biden's just, you know... Milling about, hey, he broke his foot. Good for him. He's probably, you know, he's probably playing beach volleyball with uh, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Just, you know, looking at each other's pecs. Good for him. You know, Christmas reminds me of times of uh, traditions. You know, where people used to, uh, you know, I don't know what you guys do. Some people have, you know, they, they make the angels with their with their mothers. They, uh, you know, the cuts. I didn't do that. We had Bridkin. 
Britkin was basically a bread. How do I put this? It wasn't a bologna sandwich. So if you're going to hear this and hear what you want to hear and say that's a bologna sandwich, it's not, okay? Britkin is a slice of Italian bread, a layer of butter, a layer of mayonnaise, okay? Then crack hour, which is a type of ham bologna, for lack of a better term, I guess. But it's not bologna. It's not Oscar Mayer bologna. It's crack hour. If, you're, if you know ham bologna, it's close to that. But it's better than ham bologna, in my opinion. It's spicier. It's more of a sausage. The Germans, you have to go with German butcher to get it, probably. Okay? Then a slice of hard-boiled egg. Not a whole hard-boiled egg. A slice of it. And a slice of pickle. And it, it's a phenomenal thing. It's a... Uh, I mean, it's an hors d'oeuvre, I guess. It's delicious. I mean, I don't know if it's a goche thing. For those new listeners who, you know, uh, I, I am what's called goche. It's uh, something that doesn't exist anymore. It's a German province, I guess, that was set up in the Middle Ages, which I learned later in life. They called it an ethnic outpost in the Middle Ages. I don't know what that meant. I mean, I know it could mean now. It sounds like an Israeli settlement, but uh, I guess it's what it was in the Middle Ages against the Slavics, the Slavs. I don't know. It's part of Yugoslavia now, I think. Um, but they rep, we used to go to Goche picnics. There was Miss Goche. Um, you know, it, it's not, it, it was a big deal to my family. I don't, I forget it exists most of the time. I don't think this was a Goche thing. I don't think it was a German thing. I think it was something like, most of these things are things that your grandma makes up and then pretends it's tradition and brainwashes you. You know, which is really what Christmas is about. It's just about creating a fictional bubble to shut you up in a good way, I guess. I mean, in the, in the most the most uh, generous, you know, positive way possible. You know, it, it's never... I, did I believe in Santa that was too old? Uh, maybe. Am I going to tell you how old I was? No, it'd be embarrassing. Uh, I was a cynical guy. Part of what makes you cynical, part of what makes you question the structures of the power elite is you know trusting your family you trust your family because why would they lie to you why would they deceive you uh you know when you're old enough to start questioning and you go hey look i get it It was a kid's thing but like this ain't real and they find mental gymnastics to convince you this is you know a real thing and then you still uh, and you go and you go look i mean this doesn't you're not convinced but you're like what? No. And they don't, they don't relent. And you go, okay, I mean, I trust you. You're my mother. You're my father. You wouldn't lie to me. And then you find out they did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start thinking that maybe Giuliani uh, dunked Tower 7. Or didn't, you know, at the very least, he like, what's the thing the firefighters hate Giuliani? Because he, uh, there was, a, you know, they were still trying to find bodies and survivors. But there was a like a river of mil- molten gold under Building Seven or whatever, um, because you know I guess there was gold reserves in one of the buildings and or something, and then they, and, they, and they you know had melted and there were just a, there was a river of gold and they had to secure that. We had to secure the gold, and so the firefighters like you know hate this guy because you know it's like Black Hawk Down with firefighters. You don't leave their body behind. See when you watch Black Hawk Down, I did when it first came out. I didn't understand what they were doing, and I was saying like what what you know. 
what you're going back into the mayhem. You just got out of it enough. Like you just sacrificed. You know, these guys are dead. There's no reason to get them. But they, that's their thing. These Navy SEALs, whatever they were, they were Army Rangers, and these Delta boys, Delta operators. They, they don't leave no man behind. That's the thing. It's it's not you know they don't leave their body behind to be you know fucked and maligned and, and hung up like a and strung up. I get it. It's it's an ethos. So you know. Uh, that's what firefighters are like. And uh, so they don't like Giuliani. What's the point? Uh, yeah, so I didn't, you know, if you look, if you can still convince your kids in the year 2020, the year of our Lord, 2020, that Santa Claus exists, then I mean, you're, you're next level. You, you should start a cult. You should start at least a mega church. I mean, you have... Powers of persuasion that are, you need to be monetized. You need to be making money, because uh, I don't. I don't like how well, your kids just you know your kids not going to do well. Your kids kind of. Well, maybe he's built for the future. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I'm I, I'm going to be phased. I'm going to be pistol whipped to death in front of my kids uh, for you know questioning you know when, when we get to go to dinner. Like officer, officer, I would I'd like to go leave my house for dinner. Uh, a little early, and they just are pissed with me. Don't question you know, the, the COVID orders. This is 10 years from now. And, you know, they're just, they're just you know, making an example out of me. While, you know, it, maybe conditioning a kid to believe in Santa now is the move. It's a soft uh, launch for just, you know, medical tyranny or whatever. I'm not being anti-vaxxer. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's grim. The, the, the prospects are grim out there. And... Uh, Maybe you know it's not. I mean, it's not about creating a nice childhood anymore. It's about preparing them to be lied to for the hypernormalization, for the propaganda that's inevitably going to come. Um, you know, the world's on fire. Oh no, you know it's on fire. We we we, we go fishing, hunting. Okay, tell me where. Tell me where to go fishing, hunting. I'll come with you. I'm an eagle scout. Tell me where the good hunting is and the good fishing is. I'll come there. I don't know what we're doing, you know, uh, but it's bad. These guys out there were hunting and fishing and acting like nothing's wrong. I mean, go hunt and fish, but don't tell me nothing's wrong. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if your kids are just out there just putting up, you know, snow angels on the tree, that's not a thing. What, what am I talking about? I should I should be shot for that. Uh, whatever, putting up the the garland, the, the, the tinsel. You guys have tinsel growing up? That's silver, basically aluminum, like strips of aluminum foil that you put in a tree. It's supposed to be snow. I mean, look, it's all too much anyway. Christmas is, um, I mean, I, I was in Catholic school when you know, I was young, and they, 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 they was it to keep Christ in Christmas, and you had to, like, um, you had to do, like, an like a oak tag display of keep Christ in Christmas, like what it meant to you. And I was always an edgy kid, I guess. I was an edge lord little boy. I would just draw like the crucifix. I would just like bring in the crucifixion for some reason. Like, like everyone's drawing the nativity. I'm just writing. I'm just drawing the crucifixion and Jesus's blood pouring into a, like a punch bowl. Uh, it, it never won. I mean, it was it was always enough that like you know, the, it, I meant well. I, I, I if anything, they thought I was going to be like some kind of like, you know, uh, guy who kills you know some killer, some Christian killer. Blowing up a portion clicks or something. I mean, like they were probably thought it was that like level of crazy. Not like 
It never seemed like I was anti. And it wasn't anti. I wasn't uh, an anti-God guy back then. But I, I, I always liked the uh, the severity of it, which I think Scorsese gets too. I think me and Scorsese have that in common. That if you're gonna appreciate Christianity and Catholicism, you know the severity and, and the brutality of it's the whole the whole gimmick. You know the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ, and this is my body, and, and I'm pissing blood. Oh, no, he's sorry. That was sacrilegious. He's bleeding. He's sweating blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. All the good stuff at Easter. I mean, this whole Christmas narrative. Um, I mean, you know, it, 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 it didn't happen at Christmas time. We all know that. I mean, I'm not a 19 year old undergraduate with some guy who works at you know Geico, Geico whatever, the guy who changed my time, whatever, I'm saying I'm not, I was the guy, I watched Zeitgeist go, oh my god, this is interesting, the movie Zeitgeist, you know, 9-11, and the Federal Reserve, the early days of the conspiracy theory, I mean, I, at that point, you already know, I mean, if you go to Catholic school, they tell you, it's like, they're not trying to tell you, like, hey, it doesn't add up, the Christmas narrative, they, they don't, no one cares that it's Christmas time, you know, he's probably born in March or April or June, I forget, Maybe you know whatever the point is, uh, just based on the census or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I used to watch a thing called Superbook, which was a. Uh, I still have my parents. I should get my parents to send them to me. Really on VHS. I didn't get a VHS player, but there were these like weird cartoons. They're probably on YouTube. Maybe we'll watch them on the Patreon. We'll watch Superbook and talk about them. Sign up for the Patreon. You can get. Let's see. I'll, I'll see if they're here now because I'm gonna mislead you. You should sign up for the Patreon anyway. But that's a that's a good. Uh, can we find the Superbooks? YouTube. Superbook. Oh yeah, Superbook Christmas full episode. Oh yeah. Oh, this is. I wish we we can't play him here. We'll get pulled. But we're gonna do this on the Patreon. We're gonna watch the super book. It looks like anime. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Christian anime uh cartoon, but like and then they like they do a little crafts in the middle, they teach you how to build a, a little angel. So that's that's fun. That's the kind of stuff I was on my I had I had Christian action figures. I had biblical action figures, you know, King Solomon, I think I had, and David, the the king the King David of of, of Judea. What is Judea? Whatever. Israel. They called it Judea at some point in the Bible. You know, King Solomon famously would cut the baby in half. Uh, they, you know, they, they, someone, I don't know, I guess someone's kidnapped his own one's baby's woman. And it's like, you know, uh, the women get together, and one of them's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, this is my baby. And it was like, it's my baby. And you go, what, what do you want me to do? Like he's, I'm, a, I'm a king of Israel, and you come up to me with a missing baby. All right, here's, here's the point: we're gonna cut the baby in half. And one of them is like, uh, I mean, if I, I, that sounds good to me. Which you know, it seems weird. It seems weird that you're cool with having half a baby. I mean, she didn't even ask like which half. Like you know, hey, which well, you know, I'm gonna cut this baby in half. Which half do I get? You know, I'm cool as long as it's the good half. And you go, and you go, no, I'm gonna cut it. Evenly down top to bottom. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure I'm not missing the good part of the baby. You know what I mean? And uh, cut, cut it away. And then the other one's like, "Don't cut the baby." What good's it? And she's—I mean—they make it seem like she's some fucking—you know—altruistic. She's the mother of all mothers. 
We can, you know, she's like, probably just sitting there going, like, what am I going to do? Half a bled, bled out baby you cut in half. Uh, I guess just give her the baby if we're going to do I mean, she's looking at, like, she's looking at the woman. She's looking at King Solomon going, like, you guys are, I mean, like, I can make another baby. Like, I, I don't want, no, like, just, just take it. You guys are nuts. Like, it's kind of like when, like, you're, you, you, you get into a, a, a road rage situation and, like, someone's crazier than you are. Like, they start pulling out the, the pipe or the gun. And you're like, I was just, you know, not backing down, but this is, you know, you, you cut, you, they cut you off, you cut them off, and you know how it goes. I mean, I used to love just not taking shit on the road, but at a certain point, you know, once it leaves the car, it gets to be a little dicey. What's going on here? What's that noise? So, you know, um, sorry, I got distracted. I thought someone was coming to get to kill me. Uh, maybe the kids from the bodega. And I'm ready for that. You want to come to my apartment and try to break in to get my girl? See how see how far you get, bodega kid. See how far you get. Um. So you know, whatever. I, I had the action figures. I had the, uh, the the children's Bibles. You know, with the pictures. It was like probably like, which is a weird thing. You know, they 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 give you these children's Bibles. All these illustrations and like you know shorten things, and like so you go your whole life thinking I've read the Bible and how crazy it is, but they leave out a lot of the crazier stuff like you know legalized slavery and rape and beating your wife and all that stuff. They don't tend to feature that in the children's Bible. So you think I've read the Book of Kings and I've read whatever Exodus and but you haven't. And then you get a little older and you kind of realize, oh, this is weird. It's like you know. Can I kill my brother for laying crops, you know, it's next to each other? And it's like, yes, you can. And it's like, oh, that wasn't in the children's Bible. Um, it's a good, it's a, they should have children's communism, I guess. I'm not saying I'm a communist. I'm just saying, like, they should implement this. I mean, that's, that's probably why they had the whole Statue of, you know, uh, the, the Pledge of Allegiance shit, Statue of Liberty. You know, I mean, like, they, they knew, like, the 50s, they knew what propaganda was. It's wearing off because they stopped doing the work of it. And we've always railed against it. I've always railed against empire and, you know, the, the war machine. But, you know, objectively, it's, it, it's, not, it's not what it was. They've definitely, um, whoever was running the Illuminati, for lack of a better term, um, you know, he retired. It was she or she. You know, that crew retired and uh, that kids took over. And, you know, it's, ne- it's never, the second generation is never as effective. Um, and now we're getting to like their weird grandkids now. Now it's just kind of like, you know, the eighties and the nineties, you could argue, you know, the aughts, it was, it was getting rough. And now it's, now it's just off the rails. Now it's just like Paris and Nikki Hilton. Do you remember that? Is that still a reference? The Hilton sisters partying, uh, it was before Kardashian. They were just, I remember them. Yeah. I wasn't really, you know, you know me. I don't read the tabloids. But um, I remember when it was just like, they were just like, look at these two drunk whores. And it was just like Nikki and Paris Hilton. And then she became a star, I guess, with the sex tape. Sex tapes were a big thing back then. You know, now everyone's an OnlyFans. But getting a sex tape was a big deal. You, you can tell your kids about that, the sex tape years. Um, an interesting time in American history. But yeah, so back to, Brit- did we talk about Britkin? We did. But then we fit, it's, it's it's a tasty treat is my point. It's a delicious. It's like it's it's 
I shouldn't. We used to have stacks of it at my grandma's house. And I'm not being nostalgic. It just was really good. My dad actually made it one year. I remember specifically. And they used to, because he made tons of it. It was just there. And then for a couple of days after Christmas, maybe it's a little nostalgic. Because there's the, the best part of Christmas growing up for me uh, was those couple of days after Christmas when you're just kind of not in school and you're eating Bridkin. You can all relate to that. You're eating, you're eating your Bridkin. It's just in the fridge. You take a little. From the under the tinfoil wrap, no one notices. Just one in the time, a little Britkin. You eat like a rat. Hope no one notices. You little fat boy eating a Britkin, and then yeah, and you, all day you're pilfering the Britkin, and you're playing with your Nintendos and your, you know whatever your Super Nintendo, your sixty fours, whatever it is. What is this noise? What's going on? Just come in. Did you do it before? Okay, I heard someone coming in. I thought it was a bodega kid. I thought he was trying to get at you. Uh, that's Lucy. She's coming in from a workout. Uh, pay no mind to her. I was talking about Britkin, the delicious. Lucy, did your family have Britkin growing up? I, I told you about this. It was the, the bread with the mayonnaise and the butter and the, and the crack hour and the egg and the, and the, and the, and the pickle. It's a comp. Family tradition is my point, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video. Maybe it'll come out on Christmas, maybe before Christmas. I'm gonna do a, one of these videos, like these holiday things. I'm gonna teach you how to make Bridkin. This could be a viral sensation. This could be, by this time next month, you could be sitting there going, "I can't believe I was a subscriber to Comp before the Bridkin video," because this is gonna take off. This is gonna make people lose their fucking minds. It's delicious. It's something, it's, it's easy to do. I mean, I don't know if you can get crack hour in the whole rest of the country, but, you know, whatever. Maybe you can stop Super Bologna. I don't endorse that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of content coming. Some news coming, too, but whatever. We're not, we're not in the teasing part of the podcast yet. We're we're just in the podcast part of it. Um, but it's not, look, you're playing video games, you, you, you whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's not, the day of Christmas is whatever. I remember uh, we stopped giving gifts at one point. Not to me, not to the kids, um, but the adults stopped exchanging gifts. Because, like, everyone's just giving some like, lame gifts. I mean, I think I brought this up in earlier episodes at some point. But with those, with the stupid, my dad got, like, putting pills. I remember, like, he's, like, you know, he's, he's, still, he's still in the closet somewhere. He's in the golf, and, like, they just make garbage for you to buy and give as a gift. It's just, like, like it was just, like, you know, green Tic Tacs. They were called, like, putt pills. The novelty gifts. It's something that belongs in Spencer Gifts. I don't know if they sold them there. But, uh, it was like my, someone gave my uncle a money clip. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with a money clip? Now, if you like, a, if you want a money clip, you'll get a money clip. It's a thing. You don't go, you don't switch to a money clip because someone gave you a money clip. You got your fucking mind. You crazy? You know, the choice of wallet is like a, is a lifestyle choice. You know, it's a, it's a whole thing. You're not going to go from a wallet to a money clip just because some idiot didn't know. What kind of wine you drink? Just buy someone buy someone a bottle of fucking vodka. What, what kind of crazy Christian family that I come from? Just buy each other liquor. What are we doing? Um, 
But yeah, so the but the rigmarole, the, the amount of gift swapping back and forth, it's just it's insane. But you know, but you come together for the Britkin. That's what it's about. It's about the mayonnaise and the butter coming together uh, with the pickle and the egg and the, and the crack hour. And, you just, and they all hit your mouth at the same time. And you remember why Jesus died for your sins, why he bled blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. Because you can eat crack hour and butter and mayonnaise. You know, it ain't, that, it ain't rocket science. Ugh. But yeah, we got uh, Giuliani's got COVID. What's to say? I, I mean, look. At this point, you, you you can sign in for the crazy. This woman, he's he's tar- he's dragging around this drunk slob, just you know, talking you know like oh, just just coming in like some drunk Jersey whore, just yelling about uh, you know, voter fraud. Um, it's not political. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like I'm open minded. Like they stole the election in fifty, so you know, I'm not, I'm not saying the Democrats are clean. Show, just show me something besides this drunk slop. Um, anyway, he's got COVID. Uh, you know, look, it's easy to shit on Giuliani, but he saved the world from the mafia. So, I don't know, maybe he gets a pass from dying of COVID. That's all I'm saying. You know, no one's, no, no one's last act is, is phenomenal. I mean, unless you're, I mean, look, George C. Scott's final movie was Angus. You know, it's a far cry from uh, Dr. Strangelove and uh, The Hustler. What was George C. Scott's most famous movie? What's he known for? I mean, if you're not a George C. Scott fan, I don't know what to tell you. What was he? Lucy. Yeah. What was George C. Scott's, like, most iconic role? Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm a maniac. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a psychotic person. Patton. Yeah. He's Patton. I mean, of course, the changing also. The changing was good and hardcore. But, uh, you know, the man was Patton. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any more iconic than that. Um, slap, slap, was it? Shell shock doesn't exist. So smacking the kid around. <laughs> he had to, like, give, I, love, I love how the movie kind of like it straddles that time period where like he would, like, this guy would exist, but he'd also be reprimanded for it. Like he's like, you know, like, like you know, 20 years later, that wouldn't even happen. And, like, 20 years earlier, you know, they were giving him a medal for it. But, like, he's just this kind of guy between ages. It's interesting. Yeah, the kid, if you haven't seen Patton, it's a guy, you know, you can probably infer from what I said. But, you know, the guy's sitting there, the soldier, he's a little shell-shocked from, you know, whatever that happened in World War II. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a panzer. Actually, Lucy. 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 It's fine. Come closer to the mic. Hello, this is Lucy. You're on camera, you know. Hi. Hi. That wasn't your um, family members in in the Patton Army in the Patton's Panzer Division. My grandfather. Yeah. Lucy's grandfather was a Pat was one of Patton's Panzer boys. And uh, wh- how many how many Germans did you guys did you guys kill? Um, I don't know, but I think most of them were children. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> ch- ch- children that my grandfather like. Uh, you know, let's just say aggressively uh, fathered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. He really that. just went in to sweep up after we had already effectively won. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, our, our grandfathers fought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were both cowards, though. 
cowards on different sides. <laughs> look, no, look, you can accuse my grandfather of a lot of things, but not cowardice. <laughs> Is it cowardice to shoot women in the back? I mean, look, it doesn't take bravery to get locked up in a gulag. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. The wonderful Lucy Steiner, follower at the Steinbag on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but yeah, so yeah, but his so he's an icon, George C. Scott. And where does he end up? You know, with some fat kid in Angus, and then he dies. So my point is, you know, Giuliani, yeah, it ain't great, but he took down the mafia. And he, you know, look, you could say he put a lot, you know, did a lot of stuff we don't like in the process of cleaning up New York. It's not as clean cut as cleaning up the mafia, let's just say. But, you know, there was a certain, you know, the, the, I, Bloomberg definitely made it more, the more, like, you could probably look at Giuliani's era. And you go, well, that's fascistic, and it's like, you know, cops. Yeah, 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 it's aggressive. But, you know, New York was a was a rough place before. I feel like it's kind of thing where it's like, if that happened and they dialed it back, then you kind of forgive it. I mean, not if you're on the other end of it, probably. It's probably a privileged position, whatever you want to call it. But that being said, but when then Bloomberg doubles down and goes, okay, we're going to do that. We're going to keep doing that. We're going to really amp up this stop and frisk, and we're just going to make it a billionaire's playground. Then, yeah, Giuliani just, you know, it, it, it was a bad execution if that was the case. So, you know, but the mafia thing. He definitely took the mafia down. He helped. He was part of the prosecution. Point is, he wasn't sitting around uh, like a ferret just, you know, doing what he's doing now. Uh, he was America's mayor, the 9-11. I forgot about that, the 9-11 boy. I don't know what he did. I mean, he was a beacon of hope, I guess. I don't know what he was supposed to have done on 9-11 was so good. What made him America's mayor. He would come out and go, look, we're doing everything we can. And he, I guess he was, was he down there digging people's bones out of, of ground zero? I mean, he was doing what a mayor should do. We really are such, you know, we're, we're so, even even in 2001, before 9-11's, this, the post-9-11, you know, uh, freedom onslaught, whatever you want to call it, happened. We really are browbeating people that, like, a mayor just showing up to the, you know, disaster site and giving press conferences is like, oh, he's America's mayor. Like, I guess, or he's just the guy in charge going, like, we didn't, you know, we couldn't stop this. These people are dead. We're looking into it. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe he was talking, you know, I, I wasn't watching his press conferences. Maybe he was cracking jokes about the Yankees. He go, I wish we had Don Maddenly down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh. Hey, Jeter, why don't you win a, why don't you... Hit a home run for the people who were killed by the CIA, Derek Jeter. And everyone laughs. And it's a fun time. I don't know. Um, you know, Cuomo is America's governor because, you know, he didn't bleed from the mouth while giving his COVID press conferences. It really is. The, the, the age of Churchill and, uh, you know, Roosevelt and even Stalin's over. I mean, Stalin was a statesman, right? He was a brute. But he was a statesman. Criminal. I mean, you're all criminals. But he was actually like a, a street criminal from like uh, from my knowledge. Uh, Stalin. He was like, he started out being like a petty thief. Or not petty, like a, like a, like a stick-up boy. Like Omar from The Wire, I think, or something like that. And he kind of, you know, and he was one part of the, for lack of a better term, communist street team. Uh, or Soviet street team. I gotta plug this in. Hold on. Yeah, screw the shop. He was part of the communist street team. I got to like, straighten this camera. And, uh, you know, the uh, it was helpful for the whole starting Soviet Russia, I guess. You know, Lenin was like an egghead. 
and uh, Stalin was the, the guy hit you know doing the infor- he was like Furio in The Sopranos. Um, but yeah, I mean, what were we talking about, Juliana? So you know, thoughts and prayers, uh, salute, salute, whatever Italians do. But yeah, it's, I'm excited to watch Superbook now. Uh, not to keep plugging the Patreon, but look, it's just where we can do it. I would do it for you, but we can't play Superbook. I mean, you would think like, oh, well, they're not gonna, you know, do a, a DCMI takedown, whatever they call it. The DCMI or whatever. But like, the point is, like, I think it's automatic, right? Like, the YouTube does it automatically, and then the, the, whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into the how YouTube works. Um, with you, I'm, I'm not an engineer, but we're gonna we're gonna watch the Superbook together. If you if you if you're part of my team, um. Anyway, the uh, what were they talking about? I'm I'm so lost. It's fine. The kid in the bodega is really playing with fire. I'll just say that if he thinks he can just like you know I'm not I'm just gonna like sit there and let him make little comments and. Uh, and, oh, yeah, I didn't realize you were doing Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut it. Shut it. I don't even know why you're working here. I don't, you should be in school. Keep your mouth shut. Little wise-ass. I've met wise-ass 10-year-olds who were funny. You're not. You're not even pulling it off. All right? Um. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, I did, look, this is a time of you're not going to see your family. So why don't you you know why don't you make an elaborate stuffing stocking, you know a little sock, make some crafts, crafts are, are shit on by so many of the uh, uh, you know men, and the women who do crafts are like oh these nutcases, why don't you just get some hot glue gun and some felt, make a tradition of your own, make a, a 9-11 diorama, a nine eleven Christmas diorama, you know. Have the burning buildings, have the people falling down if you want. I mean, I'm not saying it's tasteful. I'm just saying, like, this is an age where you can do, you can't, you don't have to rely on, you know, Walter Cronkite to give you your Christmas myths. You can make a brutal, bloody Christmas. Um, have rivers of blood flowing through New York, but people don't have Santa hats. Santa hats make everything fun, all right? Um, you know, it, Oh, he wouldn't even do that. He wouldn't dress like that. If Coca-Cola invented him, good, because he looks great. He's a jolly, it's, it's an iconic color scheme. Um, you know, the fat man with the, I mean, you see these little cartoon Santas, and they're just, they're likable. They understand. People talk like, oh, Coca-Cola, they made everything. I mean, you, you, you would probably go to some, like, stupid town, like Tombstone, Arizona, and like you know, like back in the age of uh, Wyatt Earp, and he'd ask for a cola, and the, and it just tasted like shit. It tasted gar- garbage. And it was flat. And you go, oh, this is disgusting. It, it just had sand in it and dirt. Someone's pissing in the co- co- the cola barrel, and then they and then they come around, and, and like it's just a it's just one of those brown labels. You look at those old newspaper advertisements. Just a brown label with text on it. Cola. Jimmy's Cola. Drink RC Cola. And Coca-Cola comes around and they and they like make some color schemes and they and they, and they seal the bottle and they don't piss into it. And they don't put sand and dirt and it tastes good. And it's bubbles. 
It's going flat. And, you know, and everyone's just like, this is amazing. And it's probably just like Budweiser was probably like, a, you know, the king of beers because at the time, beer probably sucked. I mean, maybe they marketed it, but I'm, you know, you got to imagine they're getting awards probably because, you know, most of this stuff's just not quality controlled. And so, therefore, uh, yeah, just, and, and now you're bitching. Like, oh, Coca-Cola made Santa. Well, do you want your weird wood, woodland Santa who's molesting kids? No. Coca-Cola covered up the molesting, um, which is like, look, if you really cared that much, you wouldn't have the Santa thing, but you had him anyway. So Santa's like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to like feature the molesting. We're just going to make him jolly. And then, you know, it's, it's fine. It, you know, stop blaming Coca-Cola for everything. Um, did they, are they the reason we invaded, you know, Iraq? Yeah. On some level, but you know. So it was gonna be. They want. They really wanted. They wanted it anyway. If, if we didn't do it for Coca Cola, we would have done it for Taco Bell. So you know, we were going to invade Iraq either way. I'm not. I wasn't for it. But you know, I'm, am I am I running the country? No. Should I be? Yes. Uh, are we gonna f- work on that? Oh, okay. Um, join my campaign. But anyway. Um, but yeah, we, you know, maybe it's a time to. Uh, you know, make make do a Christmas Halloween. You know, dress up like your favorite um, biblical character. Um, you can be Judas. I'm gonna be Judas, the, 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 but the money collecting angle, and not the like. Judas was the guy, like you know, he was a treasurer, and he was stealing the silver. I don't know. It's not money. You know, I'm just saying, like you know, get get a factual level. Don't just have Judas, like you know, nailing Jesus to a cross he wasn't even doing that um you can be a roman centurion you can be the punches pilot these are easter things what's christmas oh the i don't what were these wise men who were these these three kings why would they come because of prophecy like that's the thing about christianity it goes from being like hey love each other to like uh the matrix like you know or, or you know uh what's the other thing with the prophecy dune the new Dune's coming out with Denny Villeneuve is directing it. I gotta be honest, Denny, Denny Villeneuve, who did, I guess, the Arrival, I think, and he did the new Blade Runner, which, yeah, had, look, Roger Deakins shot it. It looked cool. Uh, mostly schlock, in my opinion. I mean, look, it's the same way as the regular Blade Runner. The regular Blade Runner was kind of schlock. And, uh, anyway, the point is they're making a new Dune, which, you know, David Lynch made the old one. wasn't great. He didn't, you know, it was wasn't a labor of love for him. I think, but um, so yeah, do Dune, do a Dune Halloween or Christmas is my point. Make it, make it however you want. Like, drink some, you know, pour some vodka and eggnog together. Is it vodka and eggnog? I don't know, but like, make it, you know, make some traditions. This is like um, a condensed version of the Great Depression. So in forty years, you can tell your kids like that this weird. You know th- this uh, White Castle uh, dip that you you take the White Castle burgers and you put them in the food processor. That's a Christmas tradition, just like Britkin. Um, and why lie, lie to your kids? You know, buy them nothing. Buy them, buy them uh, a pen and a paper, and, and tell them to write. You know, just write what they want. Write, write, you know, teach. Give them an imagination. Give them a stick and a balloon. 
I used to, I remember one I used to play in the backyard with a stick and a balloon. They called me Balloon Boy because I would just have a stick and a balloon. I would keep the balloon in the air with a stick. These kids are spoiled with these video games. I mean, I had video games even then, well before then. But I seemed to like this stick and balloon. They thought I was a creepy, weird kid. But uh, I had an imagination, or at least uh, I was easily, uh, what's the word? Amused? Sure. When these vibrate, I swear to God, these neighbors, they they, 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 tap, they bang on the walls. Like at like 9 p.m. when they think it's being too loud, I will fucking burn myself alive. I will set myself on fire. They, I'm not, they think I'm fucking around. They knock. They, they, they rap. I just start screaming at them. And they, they just, like, move out. I don't care. Anyway, sorry. Um, Very aggressive. But, yeah, I mean, you know, teach your kids. Like, why don't you like, be like Sarah Connor? I mean, look, you see what's coming. You know, Terminator 2, we, 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 we watched Terminator 2 recently. Um, Lucy watched it for the first time. And, uh, you know, it's great how Sarah Connor is teaching her kid uh, to basically survival tips. Because and, 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 she knows the future is going to be, you know, robot war. So she's teaching the kid how to kill, you know, do improvised explosives, I guess, and to, to move in a serpentine fashion. And uh, why don't you teach your kids that now? I mean, you know what's coming. Teach them how to drink their own piss. Teach them how to, uh, you know, filter uh, gasoline into water or, you know, power a car with uh, a bunch of old Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Go, or Pokemon, whatever, Pokemon things. You use the poke. There's, there's tons of Pokemon shit out there. Use it is my point. Um, an old Game Boy. I wish I had a Game Boy. That's something as a kid I really wanted. It just has a good form factor. I mean, now if you played it, it'd be garbage because the screen sucks. But it, it it does look cool. A Game Boy. You know, I have like, like I have a Switch, but like, yeah, I kind of want to just get a game. Maybe I can find a broken Game Boy because I don't want to play a Game Boy. I just want to hold it in my hands like a weird creep. I'm not nostalgic. I don't think Ask House is nostalgia. I just still appreciate the form factor of a Game Boy. It looks cool. Uh, anyway. But yeah, teach your kids how to kill a man with a Game Boy. Basically by bludgeoning, you know, it really applies to anything. But, you know, make that a fun holiday thing. Like, make you know, how to, how to, how to kill an elf. And then you just give him a gun and you go, shoot the elf. And it's, you're really teaching him how to shoot, you know, a marauder or, you know, um... Other things I don't want to say, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, like, who knows what the future holds and who's going to be trying to kill your kids in the future. Um, but you tell them it's an elf. You tell them it's a, you know, tell them it's the elf on the shelf. And you got, you know, give, give, give him a BB gun. And you got to shoot the elf on the shelf as soon as you see it. It's like that movie, the, um, the, oh, what was it called? It was, it was a fucking Ben Kingsley, I think, and, and Alan Arkin. No, Alan, Alan Arkin? Alan Arkin? Whatever. Uh, and like they're trying to like you know get Carlos the Jackal, and then these guys just going into houses and shooting things real quick. It's great. Um, you can look that up. Just look up Don Sutherland, Don Sutherland, and the or was it Ben Kingsley? I forget. Aiden Quinn, I think the guy was in there. Whatever. This is, we'll do a movie. We'll do a movie. We're gonna branch off and do a movie podcast, and I'm just gonna tell you about movies. How you know you guys go watch Patton when he beats up this ch- kid. He spits all over him, tells him, you're not an American. 
Get the fuck out of my army. You're afraid of going in the trench? I'll fucking shoot you myself. I'm just sitting there laughing, hugging, kissing. That's what Christmas is about. Christmas is about not having weakness. And it's about... There's a movie. Oh, God. You know what's another holiday movie? Watch... De- uh, is it Dear God? Watch Dear God. That's a great holiday movie. And by that, I mean, it's an insane holiday movie. It's the most insane... I liked it as a kid, and me and Lucy, I got, we, we should rewatch it tonight because it's we watched it recently, and it was the most crazy ten minutes uh, I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it, you know, it's um, Greg Kinnear, Laurie Metcalf, uh, Tim uh, Conway. I mean, that's another thing we'll watch on the Patreon. I mean, I, look, I get. Big things are coming because, you know, these, these are multimedia times. And, you know, we, we should be able to interact with media. And YouTube saying, no, you know, we're living in, a, you know, in an age of uh, complete, you know, DCMI takedowns, which is fine. I'm not going to interrupt, the, you know, Larry Ellison or whoever runs, runs Google. But, uh, you know, you got you to go somewhere else to get the action, to get the, the, the tag along. We're part of a family, part of a comp family. You know, we'll watch these things together. Um and also, I'll teach your kids how to, you know, eat, you know, uh, human meat. N- not kill people, but, you know, if people are going to be dead on the streets, shot by cops, shot by marauders, uh, I'm not trying, I'm not going to tell your kids to go cannibal, but we don't know what's coming. So why not? I mean, look, it's going to be a shock. Even if you know how to butcher a person who's already been killed, again, I'm not going to kill a person, not serial killers, but even if you know how to do it, the first time you end up having to do it, it's going to be a shock. It's going to be a shell shock, a, a culture shock. A, it's going to be a, a reimagining of the rest of your life. So why also, you know, compound that with having to learn how to do it? How about you know how to do it, and then you can just deal with the emotions when you have to. And Christmas is the best time to do that. Christmas is the best time to teach your kids how to butcher a, you know, a, a freshly killed person. Not by you. You got you to stress that. It's like it's like the Native American cultures where they wouldn't waste the, the the buffalo. Like they use every part of it. And you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna see a dead person on the side of the road, yeah, you gotta use it because what you, you can't if you all you do is eat two the fish in your in your fallout shelter, you're gonna get mercury poisoning. All right, it's too much mercury. Um, I mean, tuna fish is good. Don't get me wrong. I like the nice tuna sandwich, but you can't eat it every day. It's too much mercury, so you might have to start eating people who other people have murdered. And hopefully, for your sake, your health, your know, nutritional sake, those people were shot for you know just vindictive or theft reasons, and the and the killers weren't cannibals. And you know, good for you. You get to be industrious and take their. Uh, you know, it's honoring them. It's much like in the movie Alive, when the Chilean soccer team went down in the Andes Mountains, and uh, they were, tra- you know, trapped and you know for months, I think it was, and you know their plane went down, and they sort of, and they eventually ran out of food, and they had to start eating the dead, and they said it was a way of honoring each other, like the Eucharist. That's what a little bit. Just that, you just have to say the right things to yourself. Tell them it's Christmas. Make, make Christmas a weekly thing. Christmas is whenever you have to butcher a person. That's Christmas. And the Eucharist. Make everything the Eucharist. Anytime you eat a person, it's the Eucharist. That's a good thing. That's Maybe that Jesus was trying to tell us. Like, look, you can eat each other. Just say this crap. You know, say it's, say it's me. And eat each other. It's really good for you. Maybe he's trying to get you to drink your piss. 
Just look, drink my piss. It's got it's full of u- nutrients. Also, a lot of urea, uh, uric acid, which is probably not the healthiest thing for you. But you know, I don't want to tell you. I mean, I'm the son of God. I'm fine. I drink piss. Um, I don't know that the King James Bible might have that, but you know, the, the regular one doesn't. So I, I don't. I can't keep track of every version of the Bible. Is the point? But you know, see if that's you know your thing. Teach your kids how to. Uh, filter their piss to yeah, and then don't be weird about it. Get jars of piss. Don't don't have them piss in front of you. This is not about weird shit. Just have them piss in a jar in the bathroom. Come out. That's your piss. Here's how we drink it. You know, we have here we filter it. Um, you know, if you want to cut the head off the body that you bring into butcher after they've been killed by like you know the local marauding gang of uh you know cyberpunks or whatever, yeah, that's fine. I'm not I'm not trying to tell you to shock the kid right away. You know, uh, don't, you know, I wouldn't take the arms and legs off, though. You don't want, the head's one thing, because that's like a person. But the first couple times when you're kind of making your Christmas feast out of a elderly woman who was killed for her uh, collection of silver, you know, uh, cutlery, um, if you want to remove her head before you bring her down to your shelter, to spare the kids, you know, oh, that looks like grandma, oh, this is our grandma, that's fine. You know, ease them into it, sure. Um, but they're going to have to do it eventually. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, at a certain point, you have to pull the Band-Aid off. Uh, and we're going to eat Grandma at night. And that's what she would have wanted. And that's why I... Well, let's just not, <laughs> let's just not talk about it. Uh, I mean, you know, what do you want? You want Grandma to eat you? Is that what you want? You want your Grandma to eat you? We can have that happen. I bring yeah, you have another grandma. She, we, we, you want that? You want you want that? No. You, and the kid starts crying. Don't kill me and eat me. And you have to hug them and tell them you love them, but you know don't ever question you again because you're the patriarch of the family. And you know, like, look, not every moment of Christmas is going to be all eggnog and cheer. You know, challenging your son uh, to maintain your dominance in the the patriarchal structure is a part of the holidays. That's just a part of doing business in the holidays. You know what I mean? It's probably the time of year when in days of old and days to come, you would just, you know, this is the time I challenge my father. And, like, you know, maybe I'll kill my father today. And he's like, stabby, stabby. And, like, you know, but then sometimes he's like, oh, I'm better with a knife. Step, step back. And then neither one of you die because you put pretty bad with a knife. Because, you know, let's be, let's be clear. You're living in the, in, the, in, the, in the shelter. You're not part of a marauding gang of... Butchers who, you know, cyberpunks who uh, steal fuel like Madbacks and probably interface with, you know, stolen electronics in, in their brains like in cyberpunk movies. You're not part of that. You're just some fucking dorks, car- you know, carving up old women in your, in your weird fallout shelter. So the knife fight's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be Rambo. It's going to be two relatively weak men trying to assert their dominance over each other. And it's it's going to turn into a, a slap fight. Your knives are probably dull as shit. You don't even know how to learn to sharpen a knife. Get a whetstone and a, and a what's the other thing called? Uh, you know, hone your knife. Sharpen and hone your knives. Um, but yeah, you're, you're not going to be the, the alpha boys of Christmas. Uh, the, you're, you're living under under the earth because the alpha boys are up there, uh, you know, eating the chickens and the pheasants and the, and the, and the eggnog, having sex with the women, hot women. Um, or the hot men, 
I'm not trying to be sexist or cishet, whatever, whatever the term is now. I'm not trying to be it. I'm just saying, teach your kids. You know, you know, embrace uh, the darkness to come. Because look, the reason you have Christmas at this time of year is uh, that it's a dark, literally dark time of year. The the light, right? The whole winter solstice thing. Well, we're going through a dark phase of humanity, so you know, they're gonna need. There's gonna be Christmas every week, and. Just keep your tinsel, keep your, you know, make your little uh, trees. Make a tree out of, like, a, a human skeleton if you have to. Um, just paint it green. Get some green paint. I would get some green paint now. Invest in it. Because you're going to need to basically take the rib cage off your dead grandma once you eat her the first time. Well, the only time, you know. For, um, and, you know, paint it green. And that's going to be your Christmas tree. Which seems, you know, macabre. But, uh, macabre? Seems a crop. Listen to me. Um, that's for you. I, I don't do that much, but it's not even something. It's not, it didn't even come from me. I didn't invent the listen. I don't think I ever said listen to me or whatever. That's that's for you guys. That's your little Christmas gift. Um, but you know, paint it green, paint it army green or forest green, Kelly green, whatever green Christmas trees are, and then you know your gra- that your grandma's given back. You've given your grandma, uh, in this case, your mother, your kid's grandma, a purpose. Um. You know, she would have wanted it. She would have wanted Keep telling yourself that. No matter how much she fought. Um, dark times to come. But, you know, it's all about your outlook. You know, do you, you don't think people had en- enjoyed the dark ages, the middle ages? Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe life was in a sufferable mess, and the concept of joy wasn't even invented yet. I mean, I know the concept of childhood is relatively new, Uh you know, the idea that kids would be in school and not working at a bodega, for instance, hitting on my girlfriend every time she comes in, and she, you think she's not going to tell me about it? Yeah. You're done, kid. You know, that's, no. Anyway, um, this, kid, this kid thinks he's smart. I mean, I'm, we think she's going to leave you for me, leave me for you. Ridiculous. Um, anyway. So, yeah, teach your kids is my point. Stop being a bad parent. Teach your kids to butcher and eat and, you know, survive. Like Sarah Connor, the Christmas Terminator. Uh, this is a fun This is a fun time. This is a festive comp. Um, tune in. Here's it. You got the I'm a wine princess bitch uh, shirts. Uh, you can see him. Being, you know, Tim Dillon and Ben Avery warm on the latest episode of the Tim Dillon Show. Um, they look great. Uh, they're available in sweatshirts now. You get a hoodie and a crew sweatshirt. Um, you go to bonfire.com. Let's see, bonfire. Let me find the link for you guys. It's on my Twitter page. You go to my Twitter page. It's If you're listening on the show, you know, go check it out because it's cool. It's like a, it's like a wine bottle with a butcher knife. And uh, he says, I'm a wine princess, bitch. Great. The women love it. I think Ben said his wife just loves the shirt. And she's like most of the time she wears it. It's great. You know, it really, it, it fits that whole woman's, you know, certain women love wine and they love that. It's really a great gift for women. Uh, it's a great gift for guys. It's still masculine and aggressive. It's the, per- it's the best of both worlds. Wear them together. Uh, so bonfire.com slash store slash cump. The link will be in the description of the episode on YouTube and 
So check them out. Get, get them now. Get them while they're hot. Get them while they're available. Uh, the, the hoodie's cool. I might get a hoodie. Um, yeah, and uh, it's time for the Patreon. I'm going to do some cool uh, watch-alongs on the Patreon, I think. And uh, yeah, whatever. And the Patreon episodes are great anyway. It's all it's all fun. We're, we're doing crazy stuff. Um, sign up. Twitter, Instagram, check me out. You know, it's all great. Big things are coming up in the new year. Big announcements. Um, Earth-shaking, earth I think you'd call it. Real game changers. So, uh, you know, get in now. Become part of the comp team now. And, uh, you know, let's, let's run this. Shit. So, you know, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great week.